It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Tasherman, joined by Jason Beck. We are talking Tigers, and it uh, won't be long before uh, pitchers and catchers and then everybody else reporting to Lakeland, Florida, and obviously the Tigers have immensely high hopes for 2016 after a, a very aggressive offseason. Um, but, Beck, you know, one thing that – they did do uh, aggressively right from the beginning of this offseason was address the rotation. And they did so, uh, obviously, they started that process last summer with the acquisitions of Matt Boyd and Daniel Norris. Um, you know, those are two guys who could impact them at 2016. But uh, I know you spent some time talking to Norris recently. Always an interesting character in this game. Uh, well known for, for the van uh, down by the river and, and, and that sort of thing. But, of course, uh, also had to have thyroid surgery. Uh, this offseason uh, in a battle with cancer. Um, but what did you take from that conversation with Norris and uh, obviously an eventful offseason for him? Yeah, I, the takeaway I had was that this guy had one of the most interesting offseasons I can remember any baseball player having in a long, long time. Uh, it's really the various stuff he did besides the, the cancer care. Um, it, he took the van out to Oregon from his home in Tennessee, it broke down a couple of times. He had to do some lessons in uh, auto repair. Uh, he took part in a film. I think it's a surfing film. I'm not completely sure. Um, still doing some stuff on that. Uh, you know, he went surfing in Nicaragua on the, uh, you know, I, I believe on the uh, Pacific Coast there. Uh, he was a grand marshal in a parade in his hometown of Johnson City, Tennessee. So, really, he, he fit in about two or three off-seasons worth of uh, interesting stuff into into one off-season. And at the same time, he's still, you know, kind of a very quiet personality. And when he uh, was was on the caravan and, and talking with us, and one of the things he was really uh, wanted to focus on was, was about – you know, on the field and trying to be more consistent as a pitcher and talking about getting tips from Verlander on uh, how to tailor his workouts, especially in spring training, trying to think about pitching you know, more innings and pitching a full season rather than just trying to win a job. And I think that, that for one thing, it shows some foresight on his part, but I think it also kind of shows an interesting role for Verlander now turning into this veteran mentor, which those of us who covered him as a hotshot rookie in 2006 never really, never really considered uh, down the line. It, it, it's fun to watch him do this with certain guys, and I don't know if I never remember him doing it, being that mentor to, to anybody in quite the same way as 
as he has with with uh, with Norris. Does uh, do you think Norris has the inside track on the last spot in the rotation? Uh, I don't know if the, the distant uh, relationship with Brad Ausmus helps him in that regard, but uh, um, but but all in all seriousness, they they did make a couple proactive moves, obviously for the rotation. Um, now you got several guys uh, kind of on the periphery, Norris being one of them. What were your thoughts on him as it pertains to the last spot? Yeah, I think it's probably his to lose. I think they want to create some competition there. They want to give a chance for Boyd and, and Michael Fulmer, especially to, to see what they can do. But, but realistically, especially when you look at what Norris was able to do down the stretch, some of those outings, being able to you know, blank the Cubs, no hit the Cubs like he did for you know, for five or so innings there, Uh being able to show similar stuff against the White Sox. Now, granted, when he's off, he's been way off. But I think the upside there and the chance to develop that at the big league level, I think that's going to be awfully hard to pass up uh, unless somebody really comes out of nowhere and makes it an overwhelming decision that, you know, for the present that, that person would warrant getting the job over Norris. Uh, Norris, of course, uh, he exceeded his rookie limits in 2015, no longer eligible for that uh, prospect status. But we are going to talk about some guys who are still considered prospects. And another one is a trade acquisition. Uh, number one on the Tigers prospect list right now, Michael Fulmer. Uh, he was acquired in the ONS Cespedes trade with the Mets. And, in fact, I think a lot of people in the industry thought that was a good get for the Tigers for, for a couple months worth of Cespedes. And of course, the Mets were, were quite pleased with what they got in return. But uh, for, for the Tigers, uh, you know, a long-term uh, controllable arm in Fulmer, uh, who wasn't at the forefront uh, of the Mets rotation options, obviously, because they have so many young bodies in that system. But uh, but he's certainly still a, a very well-regarded arm. Yeah, and when he first came over, and you heard kind of the the praise about his game, you kind of wondered, okay, is is he a top prospect in the Tiger system because of the differences between the Mets system and the Tiger system? Or is he a top prospect because he's really, really good? And I think what he showed down the stretch uh, at Double A Erie was that he's really that good. Uh, and, and they believe in the guy here. Um, it's, now, granted, he, he had the advantage of being able to stay in the Eastern League uh, before and after the trade. But really what, what he did during that full season, I think, was as impressive as, as you've seen from, from a lot of guys at that level. Uh, he's got a, you know, a, a nice arm, a nice power arm, good fastball. He's got the arsenal where you can see him succeeding at the big league level very, very soon. He's just got to put the finishing touches on it. He's one of those guys who's good enough where you've heard talk, and I think Brad Austin is serious about it, of giving him some consideration as a reliever if he doesn't get that uh, fifth spot in rotation. Uh, now, some of the ensuing acquisitions that the Tigers have made for the bullpen might rule that out, but they still have one, maybe two spots open. And when you have enough veterans there in that bullpen now with uh, with Lowe, Justin Wilson, the uh, obviously K-Rod, guys like that, and you have Alex Wilson, 
and Blaine Hardy who have been versatile in different roles, you can look there. This is the type of bullpen where if you wanted to carry a young guy, bring him along, have him learn, learn on the job with a contending team that's trying to win now, this is the type of bullpen where you might be able to pull it off. Uh, these lists are always subject to change, and, and uh, MLBPipeline.com will be unveiling its top 100 overall later this week. But uh, as of now, Stephen Moya is rated as the Tigers' number two prospect. Uh, but Beck, you know his his prospects, uh, to use the word differently, are are kind of grim right now as far as the Tigers are concerned. Are they not? I mean, with Justin Upton signing, of course, JD Martinez locked in uh, in the other outfield corner. Uh, how does that affect Moya's future? Uh, it has a big effect. He was somebody who, before the, the Upton signing, you're looking at and thinking, okay, even if he doesn't win the job right away, you can envision a scenario where if he can carry the momentum coming off the winter ball into the season to Triple H Lido, you could see him maybe getting a midseason look there and uh, maybe getting a shot to win that job and providing a nice little left-handed bat in the power set there. And now what you're looking at is kind of a guy who's stuck. Uh, They've talked in the past about maybe having him try another position, maybe having him work out a little bit of first base to give them a backup uh, or or a guy you can call up if Miguel Cabrera or Victor Martinez go on to DL. But that still doesn't provide a clear path to an everyday job. So, and the, the problem with, I, and I know with a lot of prospects in the Tiger system, certainly there's a tradition where you've been able to use them as a trade bait and be able to bring in talent to try to win now. The problem with that regarding Moya is that you have such a wide range of opinions about him among scouts that really a lot of it depends on, first of all, what team you're talking to and also the front office. And I think that's one reason why you haven't heard a whole lot of trade bug on Moya is that you know, scouts don't know what to make of him either. They're just you know, the, the ability and, and the size and the strength is massive, but he, he's got to be able to make that swing more efficient. He's got to be able to make more consistent contact. You know, he's got to be able to, to punish pitches that he can do something with. He's got to be able to make consistent contact with those mistakes. And uh, now the question is, how can he make that jump with a second full season in AAA when the enticement of a major league call-up is hard, if not impossible, to promise? Yeah, Moyo, probably the one person in and around the Tigers organization who wasn't especially pleased with the Upton signing, I would imagine. Uh, but everybody else has to be pleased uh, with that addition, and the Tigers uh, very much look like a major factor again in the AL Central in 2016. Jason Beck is all over Tigers.com. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.